Hey, what's up, Adam? Hey, Paul. Just finished hey. a Compy Comp match. Okay. What is oh, going snap. on? I just realized something. Uh, I don't know if Tyler downloaded the app. The what you just realized? You said? I said, I'm not really sure if Tyler don- uh, downloaded the app. Uh, well, maybe because he, I was just, he was in my party and he said he's uh, about to hop in. So okay. I hope he did. Okay. Whew. Okay. There he is. Hey, what's, what's up? What's up, buddy? <laughs> I say like, I hope he did because I was literally talking to him in the party. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. It, so it Joe... takes me a second to push four buttons. Okay. No, it's okay. No, I actually, uh, <laughs> to be honest, uh, I invited people over and I completely forgot to invite them or tell them about downloading the app. So just to make sure I was doing my thing. Um. Oh yeah. Joe's not coming in. He's uh, the baby, you know, because he was going to come in, but it just it got a little hectic at the, the last minute. So yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so cool. We're going to jump right into this episode. Uh, absolutely. So uh, welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. I'm your host, Wayne01193. We got Superfly Manab back in the building. We got Avian, and we got our, hey. we got our guest. We got Stargate, uh, Stargate Travel, Tyler. What's up, man? Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's, it's a pleasure, dude. So today, we guys are going to talk about... The uh, the news that's happening in the Crucible that's kind of uh, kind of kind of well known, you know, for the past couple of days about the Lunas how and not forgetting nerfed or adjusted, and um, I, I'm I'm totally excited about that. I mean, because um, there's a meta. I, I personally, I just don't like the fact. I mean, I, I'm always going back and forth with my with my opinion on this, but like, I mean, do you? should be a meta in a game like destiny because meta just means most effective tool available right i don't sometimes like in this game i feel like because paul i'm gonna let you say what you have to say because you said it perfectly about you know what what Bungie, the, the developers do but i'm always going back and forth on um what was you know if there should be a meta in this game or not i mean at the same time i don't want it to be boring but i want there to be uniqueness without necessarily something being overpowered because of us you know what i mean well, I mean, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Talk away. Yeah, so Bungie has basically come out and said that they want there to be a meta in the game. They want something to be effective, and they want it to be something that rotates over time. So that way, there's not one particular type of weapon that people go to use over and over again. Well, that's, that's their goal. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so, I mean, I, and I guess, you know, I guess when you say Look, look at it like that it doesn't it seems kind of harmless because uh, i mean with with the shift but i feel like the shift never comes like if, if it comes to a natural like if they're talking about a natural meta i don't ever see that happening like not on a grand scale unless they nerf something or buff something else and like people are just naturally i'm gonna you know uh short of better short uh short of better words but lazy or i guess maybe comfortable with uh with the weapon that, that provides the uh best results you know what i'm saying and it's almost kind of yeah, absolutely. To, I mean, like, like providing. I'm taking care of my stuff. I don't know about radio. I'll be over there in a minute. Then. Okay. I mean, I, when yeah, you're playing, you know, Gambit Prime or something like that, why would you use a gun that's difficult to get kills with when you can use 
something like that auto tracking grenade launcher and just walk through, shoot three or four shots, get a dedicated kill without having to try. I mean, that's that's the way to go. And I and I agree. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with people actually wanting to use that. It's just that if that's Bungie's plan to get people to have more variety, or if they they say want more variety, it's almost kind of counterproductive. To you know, I guess I'm assuming part of the goal is. Is, is for players to use other weapons that they create. That's why they created them. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they just made the meta and they said they're just going to put a bunch of weapons in there and hope they use them, you know? Yeah. I, it's just to- sad that, like, it doesn't actually rotate ever. It's really just, it's the same. like... No, it rotates when they want it to rotate. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we're the- just waiting for the first rotation. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's the point I was making. Like, there's a rotation, but naturally they make the rotation for us if they nerf or buff something else right and uh it's kind of funny that the title of this um i guess the title of the episode is uh nerf one or buff all i mean what do you think i know that's a very black and white solution but if you would just choose one tyler what would you pick between one gun, like ner- ner- nerfing one gun or buffing the entire buffing everything else what would you pick I would say it's better to buff everything to bring it up to speed than to nerf one thing into the ground. That's that's my opinion. What do you think, Adam? It's just not a personal call. I'll be over there in a minute. That's, I got you. All right, cool. What do you think, Adam? Um, I'd say nerf. Um, just because they... But, uh, See, I don't know. I guess you know. I guess you're saying buff all be the same. But if you nerf them, would they all be the same? Just they'd all be lower or all higher? When I, say- I guess I'd rather have lower than all higher because the Luna's howl is just so, right, right now. It is so cancerous. Well, there is, I, I say I say buff all um, because at least if someone's gonna keep using Luna's howl, then there's I think there's gonna be more of a natural uh, shift in the meta. If- uh, if there if there is a so called meta, if everything's being buffed, but I would say there there would be a, maybe more of a shift in the meta, or people will be more inclined to actually move on to other weapons if they see or know that other weapons are comparable or competitive. You know what I'm saying? But if you nerf that one weapon, to, but if you nerf, nerf it, it would be the same one, thing. I know that. I'm just I know I know it's it's a very black and white thing. There's not nothing concrete. But in my mind, like if they just nerf one gun, then guess what? No one's really going to use. Yeah, it's almost like it's like a lost legend. Oh, just uh. like think about like all the metas we had in Destiny Two so far, right? We had the uh, that pulse rifle, two burst, the the Polaris Lance, the, the Polaris Lance, the uh, that other pulse rifle. It's a Polaris Lance is a scout rifle. You mean Graviton Lance and Vigilance what, what was the other one? Yeah, Vigilance Wing. And, uh, Oh, that's right. I mean, now you don't see that in the Crucible ever. I'm not saying there aren't. They... But that wasn't because they nerfed those. That was because Luna's Howl came about. I think I think there was another meta before Luna's Howl, bro. I mean, no, because those... Bygones, their yeah, there was. was about all you saw. All right, so year one vanilla, auto rifles, and Mida was definitely the meta. That was the first meta. Agree. Yeah. Uh, what came What came after the auto rifle nerf was? Sonic was still in the game, but that was along with it. 
submachine guns, but those came about with the pulse rifle. Oh. No, I think submachine guns were by themselves. That came after they nerfed the auto rifle, and yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I know they were using ATP a lot still with Graviton or the Last Hope yeah. with Vigilance. But... Well, that's because Graviton was in the energy slot, and you could still use the ATP in your kinetic slot. That's why it stuck around. Um but yeah, th- so you're right. I believe that pulse rifles got their buff, and I don't necessarily think they ever got nerfed since. But I think other weapons got their buff because people are still using a uh, blast furnace and all that other crap. At least they were, you know, a couple months ago when I was playing. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think they ever nerfed. Well, the reason Adam, 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 Adam was Adam. Had to get... Hey, you were you were cutting what? off while you were talking. Can you start over? Yeah, I think it's someone else is like echoing. But, um, but yeah, the so, so the pulses were still the meta in the beginning of year two, simply because not many people had gotten the Lunas yet. Because the Lunas was the first pinnacle weapon of year two. That along with Redrix's broadsword, not or not, yeah, not the claymore, the broadsword. But people really didn't use that because it wasn't as good as people thought it would be. That's crazy. Uh, I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna light up the crucible for a minute. The claymore, whatever. Well, I and I think it would have, but it's it was such a slow rate of fire to begin with, and yeah, it was they, really hard to compete against the graviton and the vigilance wing. Yeah, they buffed all the other pulse rifles and left the three ninety where it was at because people were complaining about it at the time. So they basically buffed everything else, left it behind, and then come year two when Forsaken dropped. It was utterly useless, except in quick play when you could flank somebody, and if they were already fighting one of your teammates, you could once you could get it to proc, it was good. But trying to get it to proc against like a scout or something like that, especially once they buff scouts, like you weren't going to win those long distance battles anymore either. Well, look, so. hey guys, I'm gonna put you guys on pause. It's been ten minutes. I'm gonna try to um, uh, insert the um, the sponsored recording in. I'm gonna end the session right here, but then I'm gonna bring it right back. Okay. 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 Hey, Paul. Hey. Okay. We're just waiting on the other. Okay. Adam's back. There you go. Hey, Adam. Hey, how's it going? There you go. Waiting on Tyler to come back. Okay. okay. Who's outside? Well, Paul, yeah. Where the hell are you at? <laughs> I'm, I'm working. I'm at Fuji right now. Oh, I was saying, like, what is the noise? <laughs> There's a okay, so... guy moving shit right now. Uh, All right. So, real quick, uh, we're just going to go over the top uh, real quick. I'm just going to talk about that gun. Uh, what they're, what they're going to do to the Lunas and uh, Not Forgotten. So, the Lunas How Not Forgotten, they're going to reduce the fire rate from 180 to 50. Uh, the Magnificent How perk, they um, they know it was effective, but uh, they believe it was a little too effective. Like, it's still going to be effective, but the fact that people already go for head place, it was already, like, two tapping people in the head. So, they increased body shot damage. So, I guess in a battle scenario, two headshot and one body shot to kill. Um, it'll still maintain some aspects while having the same fire rate and damage as the 150 archetype. And I'm wondering what those aspects are. Um, they said it's, it's going to be, I think I know, but I'll wait until you're done. And they said they're only, it's it's going to be the only 150 rate of fire precision hand cannon. So, um, specifically said, I mean, this is the only precision. Well, no, there's like three total. Um, 
So uh, when it comes to the recoil pattern, I don't think it's going to be affected at all. So it's the one. It's still going to shoot. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. It's going to shoot at a slower rate. It's just that the recoil pattern is not going to be. I don't think any different. You know, shoot slower. That's it. But yeah, Paul, that's I think what it. That's what's they want. Because when they say it's going to be the only precision. The 180 are the precision ones with that recoil pattern. So, yeah, it's going to make, like you said, it's going to maintain that recoil pattern. That's going to be the aspect that remains unchanged. Um, and then it's going to just shoot slower because I forget what the 150s are. I think they're adaptive, maybe, but they're not precision. So, they have that like 45 degree angle recoil pattern. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I'm misrepresently. Because I thought it said it was only going to be the only 150 rate of fire hand cannon. I'm like, well, what are you going to do with the other ones that are already out? No, yeah, it's, but they're they're not precision. Right, there aren't right. that many of them, but there's you know, well, there's Thorn, the Jack Queen King. I think it was a 150. Midnight Coup was a 150. I think the DFA might have been a 150. Well, now, no, well, here, here, well, here lays the question. I mean, what's okay. going to be the new method? We know it's going to be the recluse. Here's my here's my sum up. I think it's going to be the recluse. No, I know it's going to be the recluse. The submachine gun, uh, the trust is still it's going to come back because they didn't see trust. Uh, Dust rock and last word. I feel like those are going to be constantly in the in the, in the service revolver. Uh, service revolver. What is that? That's that 180 uh, from the Vanguard. Yeah, I don't use that. So, sorry. I know. I was just because it doesn't mean a lot of people don't. No, no, I'm just saying I didn't know what you were talking about. But go ahead, Tyler. Were you oh, saying? gotcha. Yeah, I'd been doing some research on like guns with the fastest possible time to kill because I mean that's theoretically that's what everyone should use, right? The guns that have the fastest possible time to kill, and when you're looking at it. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a lot dependent on perks. Like, if you say they have kill clip or something, assume the gun has kill clip and it's already procced. That's obviously going to make it be a faster time to kill. But, I mean, now time to kill isn't just, like, a specific number. It's kind of like a range because you have to assume that like you might be punished for getting too many perfect shots, so the game will reduce by like a tiny bit. Um, but I mean, in the hand cannon, four hand cannons, uh, it the the numbers say that the DFA and the old fashioned should be doing really well. I think they're both still viable in the crucible, but. I mean, when you're comparing them to uh, Luna's and the Not Forgotten, I mean, it, <laughs> with the perks that always come on them, you just get wrecked. <laughs> so. It's crazy, because I, uh, I used to love the Old Fashioned. The Old Fashioned was my gun. And DFA, I don't like how it feels to handle Oh, and so that's why it's so clunky to me, but I, I, don't, I never see that. And I remember there was a time where everyone was trying to rock it because it was the new gun to get the nightfall strike. But uh, old fashioned, I really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a good feel, and I like the sound. I may bring that back. Well, yeah, and I mean the the best thing about Destiny Two, or I guess I should say the big bonus over Destiny One is you have all of these mods that you can use. So you can have mods to increase stability. 
and armor stats to help support that. So there's, if you were ever not focused on raising your light <laughs> and you just had time to sit around and work on your, your armor building, if you just had gobs of time in the game. Do you think that you they, could, do, do you think that um, they should add mods to exotics or you think that's too much? Too much. I think it'll be too much specifically catalysts because are already too much on some of them. Yeah. <laughs> because you already have the catalysts and they want exotic weapons to already be I don't want to say OP, but, you, but they want them to be like good in situations. Well, yeah, they, they want them to be unique, right? I think that's the problem at the end of yeah. the day. Um, no matter what you do, I, I look, and you can't blame a person for using a weapon that does more damage uh, or that has a fast time to kill. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when it comes to yeah. – the reason why people get so sick of the game is because it seems so diluted. I will blame someone every day for using the – I mean, I'm sure you would because that's just the kind of person <laughs> you are. But, I mean, in, in the moment, in the heat of the battle or, like, you know, in the heat of the moment, cuts that person out because – like, you're getting killed. You're like, man, be, you're, be original. But, like, you can't really say that because you're, like, a minority. I don't know. It's At, at the same time, like, I just I, – I, I wish – like, I wouldn't be as upset or, I guess, annoyed it, uh, with the meta if it just shifted naturally, right? But never, that will never happen because people always use what they want to use, right? I mean, it's just, it's just how it is. Um, like – no, like yeah, like you said though, I get frustrated with the meta simply because it's so artificial. Like, like you said, that Bungie literally chooses what guns are going to be the meta. They want you know someone's gun that they made or like a pinnacle weapon that isn't getting near as much use as they thought it would be, and they're really disappointed. Tweak the numbers, and guess what? It's the number one gun in the game. Whatever. I mean, I got a question. What do you guys think of Buff Thorn? I hope to God not. <laughs> I really like it, but I mean, I don't think I don't think they'll buff it. I don't think they want, or if they do, they'll do like that. All of that archetype will receive, you know, like the the point one percent damage increase and the 0.1% rate of fire increase. They'll do something small like that to hope that it'll pad the numbers overall. Do, do think, but I don't think they'll single do anything out like that. you think they need to do like something that. about trust? Yes. Why? I, I've said it before. I think that right now the 180 hand cannons have way too much range for the time to kill that they have. I because be then the longer, slower rate of like the Sturm. Um, Duke, the Sturm, and and there's a couple others, but that like 110 rate of fire is essentially useless. Yeah, because there's no like there's no real range for it. Because yeah, there's no reason the to select that over Luna's something else or trust, and then you're basically in pulse rifle Bro, range. Scout rifle. Scout rifle ring. Bro, scout rifle ring. Scouts, bro. You can't even use a scout. You're like, bro, what? But that's and that's my point is like they they have made some of these hand cannons so quick to kill at such hard fire ranges that it's like 
almost impractical to use anything else besides those, especially on the maps that we have, because the maps were designed for 44v4, not 6v6. So except for a couple, most of them are very, very um, within the, like, the range of a hand cannon almost across the entire map, it seems like. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Honestly. Paul, I haven't heard from you. <laughs> okay, what was the uh, last well, I mean, question? We were, just, we were just talking about like what what's, what the problems with the 180s, which we kind of talked about before, but like I was talking about should trust be adjusted. I, or oh, whatever. yeah, yeah. I, no, I just – Adam gets on a rant and then it shifts directions really fast, but there's no issue with a 180. There's no issue with a, uh, a trust. I mean, it was – the issue will always re- like reside in Bungie and their terrible ideas of what pinnacle weapons should be and how to – modify current weapons like if you have mods in the game every weapon should be available to like put a mod in there exotic doesn't matter um your pinnacle weapons though should never define a meta because if you think about it this way d1 you had trials weapons and you could get all of them even for not going flawless right but if you went flawless you got an additional perk inside of it a built-in snapshot and a color you know the skin was a little different. But other than that, you could still compete. If you had a Mida, you can compete with the uh, the scout rifle that also had third eye. Like, But you can't do that in Destiny 2. You can't compete without using specific weapons. It doesn't matter. And that's where their biggest flaw is. Like, You shouldn't be stuck using things that you don't want to use. Like, That's not fun. So if Bungie is saying that, hey, we're making metas, like you're ruining your own game. You're ruining what the fans and the player base want to actually achieve. If I want to use hand cannons, whether they're for whatever map I play on, that's, that should be the way I want to play. You shouldn't force me to be penalized to play the way you want me to play. That's not the way the game world works. And that's why there, there may not be anybody left for a destiny three. Actually, no, I, I, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with what you're saying a hundred percent. I mean, I, I I mean, I, well, except for the Destiny 3 part. No, I I, I think there's going to be a lot of people for Destiny 3. It's just going to be a whole new that comes through. <laughs> a whole new generation, I'm telling you, bro. Because it, it's... Maybe. I mean, look, I... But, I mean, well, hold on. Let me just finish up with, like, what I kind of said to you yesterday. The other thing is, as it's, like, forklift is rolling at me, so it might get a little weird. Um, <laughs> you know, like, Destiny 1, what was the best hand cannon? Yeah. Eyes Luna, right? Where did you get that weapon? Pally. Playing regular PvP Crucible, and then you grinded for a perk. That is the way it should be. If you want to have a if you want to have a, a not like a Luna's Howl, not forgotten, you need to make one for anybody who just plays competitive to be able to get it, and then have a built-in perk for the pinnacle weapon type, or like an additional perk that makes it better. You kind of cut out, bro. You said it makes it better, but what? Makes it better, but doesn't make it above everything else. Is right. that the biggest I, issue? Yeah. Maybe like the difference between Luna's Howl and Not Forgotten. Like Not Forgotten is a little yeah. bit better. Make Luna's, but not so yeah, much Luna's better than Luna's Howl. Like, hey, you played you played a hundred matches of competitive. Here's here's your here's your reward. Oh, now you want to you want to take it up a notch? Get the fucking glory, not glory. I don't know what the ranks. Get the fable. Get the legendary. I mean, like there needs to be things. Yeah. Um, you need to make it yeah. so that you can literally 
include people because that's the biggest thing. You are segregating the player base hardcore um, for a game that you already know is broken. Like Bungie already knows that Destiny 2 is a flop. They already know there's there is um, what's the what's the word for? It? I mean, there there's just the game when it was developed and designed wasn't built right. The engine, everything about it was flawed to begin with. So to then go ahead and continue to mold and penalize the players further, just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, I um, yeah, no, and, I, I've talked about that before because uh, you, you guys know me. Like that's the, that's the frustrating part for me, right? Even with this event, like I, granted, this is kind of like not the same thing, but I'm quite sure Bungie knew that PvP was hectic. First of all, this is kind of a side tangent. I don't understand why they allow some of these, uh, like the the uh, the, revel- the revelry uh, mod, the revelry mods to apply in PvP, where you could get, uh, in, you know, the, the charge time for your grenade or your ability or your melee, it's returned very quickly, and like now I'm in PvP. Like I feel like I want to take a break from PvP because I'm tired of dealing with grenades. Like don't get me wrong, it's fun, it's fun for matches. But that's all that it just consists of because people just want to win that bad. Well, don't get me wrong. You want to win, you can win. But, like, because I'm not blaming the player at this point, even though you kind of just want to beat the crap out of them. But I don't – I just – it's like I don't understand why they thought – And it's also – Okay, that, that, that was my question. Is it, conti- is it on, like, it's going on right now? Yes. March 7th. Oh, oh, yeah. Will these, March mods, 7th is the will these mods be available moving forward, or are they going to be more like the Halloween shit where – those masks were only relevant in the haunted forest, and then after it's gone. Yeah, yeah it's only relevant during revelry, like the three weeks. Okay, I mean that's not there. that bad. They're trying to do something different. I get that, even though it probably sucks. Hands down, I, I totally, you know, can see it sucking. Jeez, I guess falling ass. But, you know, even at, at the end of the day, Paul. Like I, I, I agree with what you're saying, and back to your point, you were and I. Uh, you were saying that you're being forced, or players shouldn't be forced, or should first to use a certain weapon because it does have an advantage, like a huge one, like just not a lot of wiggle room to come out on top if you try to use this weapon, right? And yeah. like, like I said, I'm not blaming the player for it because, like, it's kind of like you dumb. If you want, if you want to win, you will be dumb or silly to not take the gun or weapon that will give you the advantage, right? Like on, on on from just looking at it one sided, right? It just makes sense to some, take a gun or, or use a specific armor piece that will give you an advantage because you want to win. That just makes sense. But people want diversity as well, and also because I think that's that, that's what you, that's what uh, exotics continue the need to continue to be, right? Uh, like they want they want exotics, they want perks that are unique. That, well, that's what makes an exotic an exotic, right? It's unique, right? Not necessarily because it's overpowered. That's why Hawk Moon was a big prop. First of all, why would you make a gun that has three bonus bonus damage bullets in it? That just that's so dumb. Like with a large mag. I don't know. Why would you make a gun that every time you hit a headshot, they just continuously makes uh, bonus bullets until you <laughs> yeah, miss? Not, Which gun is that? Lunas How, and I forgot. <laughs> Lunas How. Well, you know, but yeah, like, that's why. But that's why they're. Uh, and that, and that's why they they brought up the um, that 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 howl perk whatever where you're obviously aiming for the head like we have a hand cannon no one's trying to aim them. that just doesn't make any sense especially with especially with the aim assist aim assist that we have so that's why they they put it down to like just two headshots one body 
decrease the body shot damage, which is fine. But honestly, I, I think a turn, slowing down the rate of fire, I'm definitely okay with that. Um, I mean, I guess in other words is, I mean, if we're just going to choose the lesser two evils going forward, going forward, I mean, the recluse trust, just rock, last word, I mean, I don't see those as often right now, but I mean, I think you can maneuver. But again, let's think about the trust was like the poor man's Lunas. You know, in the very beginning, people could get trust really easily because you were from Gambit and everything. So people got the trust. So it was everywhere. And then people started getting Lunas and slowly but surely it started shifting because everyone was getting Lunas. Well, yes and no, because on PC, I had a trust that was better than my Lunas. Like, it was... Maybe on like, PC. Yeah, it didn't have the perk, but the aim assist was higher, the recoil was better. I mean, like, the stats were almost in between Lunas and Not Forgotten, but I had good perks on it, too. Like, it just... The barrel was perfect. You, you know, I, everything I had on it was perfect. Like, accurate rounds, like, whichever barrel type that I wanted for more range, and this and that, like... But, yeah, when you don't have... And on PC, like, Ace of Spades was dominant. Like, it didn't matter if you had Lunas, like, every, or Not Forgotten. Everybody was using Ace of Spades. So, the meta is going to shift differently on PC, so I'm not trying to compare that, but... All these weapons, it doesn't really matter. It just goes back to, like, the same old grind, like, I don't know. Because then, all right, let's say they rotate the meta again. And now, it's, I don't even know. Pick a rent. Let's pick bows. Let's pick whatever weapon type. Bows haven't really <laughs> had their time, I guess, because, like, there's only, like, four of them. And you can't really get random rolls. You get, like, three perks, and that's about it. Um, but... Do you know how many weapons I've gotten and dismantled, like sidearms, shotguns, auto rifles, this, that, you name it? And now when they rotate the meta and then they buck random perks and talents and this and that, well, now, like, I just dismantled hundreds of those types that probably could have been awesome, and now I have to re-grind it out. And by the time I even get one that's decent, guess what? The meta switches again. It's stupid. Unless you literally have, um, like, a collection that you could go through and select a weapon and pick any barrel type or perk that you've acquired on it, or at least a certain set role that you've acquired on it, like, it's stupid. Unless you make this storage space in your vault, like, 2,000. <laughs> Probably more than that. Like, Bungie is literally handicapping, or handcuffing is the word I'm looking for, handcuffing players at every turn in the game, and then complaining about why people are, like, not happy, but People also keep leaving Bungie too, whether it's being them being fired or them just not wanting to be there anymore. Bungie just, I feel like every season someone else is leaving there and they're restaffing. Like, you can't fix the problems they have. Well, and plus, see, to be fair, we don't know, what, like you said, why they really left. So, either A, they got fired or they decided to leave for just different uh, viewpoints or visions, right? Or maybe they have an opportunity that they like. Or, I don't know. We just never really know. But, I mean, I guess you could say you could speculate something's got to give. A lot of people are leaving. Um, like when uh, – what's his name? Uh, um, I forgot his name. He's the head of PvP. Josh Josh Hammer. yeah. And uh, people want to speculate why he left because I know he was uh, the head of PvP. But uh, I know I, – I don't know. I'm just kind of curious – Destiny 3 is going to end up like that. That's why I'm investing in other games because don't get me wrong. I still love Destiny and I still think it's fun. Um, it gets on my nerves sometimes, but 
I'm just kind of, you know, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like the, I don't keep repeating myself and going back, but like, you think about it, a touch of malice is like the example of a gun that I think is fantastic, right? It perk, it's, it's unique. You get rewarded for doing something, but at the expense of something, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I think we all do that, but I think having a gun that having that as an actual perk is kind of cool, right? Cause you know, all right, fine. You get great headshots, but guess what? We're going to load your magazine to like, we're going to drop your magazine by like five. You know what I mean? With a hand cannon, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, bro, you want to hit those headshots? And, you know, how about we give you bonus? Even if you give someone bonus bullets, right? We'll give you two, but we're going to drop your magazine to, to like four rounds. How about that? You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, like with a touch of malice, you get bonus damage, but like, so you get infinite ammo once you get to one round, right? Um, and I, I know it's not a PvP weapon, but for those of people that don't know what the Touch of Malice is, it was a uh, in, in Destiny one, you know, in the King's Fall raid, and it was a quest and all that. But basically, it was a scout rifle, and you could get infinite rounds once you get to the last bullet if you reload. You get bonus damage at the expense of your own health. So I would use this in PvP a lot, and uh, man, I would absolute all the time but it was quite a the reason why i enjoyed it so much is because it was it was a rush of adrenaline because there's times where i there's most of the times i would come out on top because it was such a powerful and i have like a sliver of health left i don't know it was just very cool like i knew that there was a downfall but i know that uh i, I was willing to take that risk you know what i mean it just felt fair like people, if you got with a touch of malice you would just get you would just get ticked off because you got killed by a touch of malice not because it was broken you know what I'm saying? Yeah, agreed. Like high risk, high reward. Where nowadays you just you literally die from the same guns over and over again that take borderline barely any skill, and it's just because and, that's yeah, there's what no downfall. That's what I'm saying. So even dust rock, I'll take look. I'll take the dust rock. Give me dust rock, but have it take forever to have have it have a, a super slow rate. If you're gonna give something great range, I'm okay with that. Give it, give it amazing range, like at a ridiculous. Fine, let's do that. Have it reload super slow, and have it have it shoot super slow. Okay, so there's a risk to it. So if you miss, I'm I'm clocking you. I'm getting you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like you. Sh- I mean, I know that sounds maybe too simple, but it's kind of been already already been done, right? So like, I feel like uh, make something quote unquote OP or something pinnacle or something. You know, because they can still have guns that are super unique and very situational, and that's fine. But I think this is a good remedy for guns that, if there, there's going to be a meta, and, and there's going to be guns that are overpowered. For you know, fine, okay, let there be a downfall. You want to give me the recluse, which I don't see any downfall at all, except maybe like the range. Sure, right? But I, honestly, when it comes to range, I, I I get clocked by ridiculous ranges, so I don't know. But I, I would say, how about this? If like make make it be significant, right? So like if it, if if it's if it's a, if it's a submachine gun and it has rampage on it, you know, like built in the gun, okay, all right, we'll lower the magazine or uh, I don't know, you know, uh, let the stability be a little be a little wonky if it's going to be that. Or don't make it things like pair things with it where the the perk of it is as you get killed, like you basically rampage, like you were saying. But you also have feeding frenzy on top of it, so it's damn near instantaneous reload, and you just continue like mowing people down because it lasts forever. Right. That to me, that's one of those. It's I get 
what they were trying to do because they even said they were trying to like break the game with yeah, some of these pinnacle weapons and everything. Yeah, bra- but I think they succeeded like too, too well. They succeeded, but like too well. Just like Luna's. Luna's had drop mag. Like, okay, people are like, oh, yeah, but you lose ammo when you do it. Okay, how often do you really go through the entire ammo you have, you know, in PvP, you know, without dying or without picking more up? Like, so it was a damn near instantaneous reload. You okay, want a so gun I like that, got, it needs to have idea. a so really make, slow uh, reload. Final, I'll have my last day right now. I'll, I'll have, we, get, we, get, we get everyone say the last piece and we're going to end the podcast, okay? But um, when it comes to Thorn, so the cool thing about Thorn is the rate of fire is, you know, not that the same as it was in D1, but here's the point that the, the initial impact of the bullet isn't that crazy and the burn isn't that great. And the burn time, I don't think, is that long either, okay? So crash and PvP. And, but they also have a cool perk where, and I think you can uh, attack. I, I believe you can have specific uh, uh, armor on that can, you know, and, you know, better your experience or, d- or damage. But um, the the one intrinsic perk is uh, I forget the name, but if you get a kill, I don't think it has to be a specific way. But if you get a kill, there's like an essence or an orb left where that person is uh, died at, and as you get closer, the orb travels to you. But I feel like if you someone let the orb you can, i think the the orb itself should travel to you like at pretty decent speed without you having to run to it and it also it, it can still pick up uh i don't know maybe maybe that's too much because our it, uh, it's just like pvp it's not very practical because when you get a kill <laughs> maybe because i don't use it as often but when you get a kill in pvp you leave a, and there's an orb where that person died there's a good chance you're not going to go get it because it's too chaotic depending or you happen to get it and you don't see anyone around because once you get that orb, because it can it does travel to you when you get a little closer to it, which I think is nice. The buff itself only lasts, I believe, like ten seconds, which I, I mean I guess you could say it's a long time in PvP mode, but depending, uh, it's like it's ten or nine seconds, bro. If anything, I think nine it's less seconds. Than that. But um, because because I know like the more if it stacks, you can you can't get like ten. Like I think if you get one. It's like five seconds. Other one, it's like it's ten. So they stack. Yes, yeah, so I, I use it a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, my, 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 my final. I think you know, use the touch of malice as an example, right? You you get a gun, even if it's not meant for PvP. You make a gun, give it a buff, make it overpowered, whatever you want to do. But give, if it's overpowered, definitely give it a deficit. Let there be a drawback, right? So if you're going to use this, fine. All you want. But I believe the meta is going to naturally shift because people are going to realize the pros and the cons, right? They're going to weigh it out and say, you know what? Eh, I don't feel like what I'm using this gun. I know it's very powerful, but, man, I, 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 what if I miss? I, I don't know, man. I, I want to get I want to get Luna's Howl, man. Luna's Howl pretty dope. I know she was slow, but it got some good. I got some good bonus rounds, but only got five, only got four rounds in a magazine. Well, I got to make these sh- shots count. Oh, well, I'm going to get this shotgun, but man, it shoots, it shoots far, but a year to reload, and it takes a year to shoot. Like, it takes, you see what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I feel like maybe that's too black and white, but that's my idea. Have anything else you want to add? I mean, I, I think that's a good idea. The other thing that I really notice that sets Destiny 2 apart in the way that its weapons uh, slash armor work is that when it basically just picks like an archetype, and there can even be like 
two or three weapons that basically have the exact same stats and like one will be a blue one will be a purple or maybe two purples and then one an exotic and i just i think it's really crazy that you can have all of these guns that are exactly the same and all of them are very usable usable like if that's the meta archetype in the crucible you can go around with the blue version of the gun and just get kills for days and i think that's awesome that that's an option but i also think it's really unfortunate that you can have like rampage kill clip and outlaw or you know some sort of combination like that Um, and it just takes it from being a good gun to this is the only gun you can use in the combination of perks in order to like be very good in the crucible i think that's really unfortunate so i i get what you're saying it'd be nice to have like pros and cons to the weapons like this weapon is really good but it has a drawback but i just i don't think that bungie is willing to invest that time and i mean it's like what paul was saying it's awesome that they are catering to the players who are willing to grind and spend the time to get those pinnacle weapons but what really gets me is the fact that you're probably going to have about 70% of the player base that's not going to grind for that long. And so I also think, like you were saying, it's unfortunate that you're going to have, you know, 70% of the player base or something crazy like that just not be able to compete on a level that a lot of the players who play all the time are. And I'm not talking about like skill-based or whatever. This is like just specifically those weapons are literally that good. Um, I, it, it's just sad that it turns players away. Because, um, I mean, I mean, if you look back at before the perk systems were even around, it, it just, before you would grind for a good roll, And I almost prefer that rather than this is the role that you kind of get and you can add mods and help it little. And I don't know. I just feel like there are some guns that are too OP and and that'll just be the way it is for D2. And honestly, I think D3 will probably be headed that way as well. things one really quick this is you know uh i think they need to invest more time in the you mean you mean the little stat bars actually being meaningful <laughs> yes yes because it is, it's just so like you know and then i think that would actually help solve some of these problems is when you can actually see like what guns are it's like what paul was saying like you know you look at some of these guns when you get them, and the stats look like they're absolute trash. But then all of a sudden, you it becomes like the meta, and you're looking at like, how is this gun better than the one I have? Like, if you compare all the stats, like mine should be better, but it's still not killing as quick. Like, they just there is somewhere there is a like something is flawed in how the the um, stats are represented, like range, stability, and whatnot. And I don't know why. 
and it's something I've said, you know, many times before, but it is just extremely annoying when you're like, wow, this looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like, and then you Wolf, use it. It's like, example, bro. Wait, like, what happened? Rain, <laughs> what happened to this? You're playing practicality. You're like, bro, what? You shot me across the building. Yeah, like, so that's one. And then the other thing, which I've also mentioned before, but I think it's big when it comes to, like, the meta stuff is they need to not make a single weapon of an archetype so much better than everything else. Like, there should not be a single type of submachine gun that just basically dwarfs everything else or a single hand cannon that dwarfs every other hand cannon. You know, that, you, know you should be able, like, and this kind of goes back to what Paul was saying, I should be able to use other types of hand cannons. You know, even if they want to make hand cannons the meta, it, they made it not just hand cannons the meta, but a single hand cannon, like a very specific hand cannon, not just all of them. And hey, I, if I want to be close range and run and gunning, I'm going to equip the fast rate of fire one. But if I want to play a little more back, I'm going to use the slow rate of fire one because it has better range and whatnot. Like that stuff doesn't even exist. It's you know, there is a single hand cannon and every other hand cannon for the most part just sucks. I mean, obviously that's a little bit of exaggeration. There are a couple that are, you know, usable, but like it, it's just a problem when, you know, there's, uh, I mean, even with fusion rifles, I'll go on that just a second. You know, the Aaron tilt tends to be the fusion rifle. I, I see a couple, you know, main ingredients still, but usually if I see a fusion rifle, it's the Aaron tilt, which I mean, I guess benefits me because I use it, although I still have my year one because I have yet to get a decent year two one. Um, so I'm rocking the, okay. the standard one without any mods or anything in it, but that's just my luck. Um, but again, they just there is a single weapon that just dwarfs every other type of that class of weapon. Like, you, you know, like there's half the, the fusion rifles that are just trash. Um, and same with every... Like, there are certain... Auto rifles, sub, you know, every class. There are some that are just so bad that it's just like, why would this even be in the game? Like, this has never, ever been used by, like, anyone. I get like, you. Why make it All right, that so, point if it's Paul, that bad? Yeah, I'll just finish up with more complaining on my part. With, with I, I feel like <laughs> in the past episodes, I've always tried to give a solution. Um so you may have to go back and listen to some of those to hear the solutions to some of these complaints, but you know, it, it's kind of the same thing, you know, kind of going off where Adam was just kind of saying, they make a single weapon, the meta, and we'll call these pinnacle weapons. Oh, cause they are, they are the ones that Bungie says, the Luna's how, and not forgotten. This is the meta we're going to make. And you are going to have to grind competitive to get it. So they are then forcing us, to do exactly what they want us to do by playing competitive only, grinding competitive for the weapon that they in tune make the meta. And it, it goes back to the same thing. Like you have your weekly milestones, but I don't want to do PVP every week just to get powerful gear. I don't want to do the raid just to get powerful gear, which the raid is a standoff because destiny two, destiny one was the same way. You wanted max light. The only way to do it was King's fall raid. Got it. I can, I can accept that. If it was the only one, but if I want to grind strikes all day, every day until I get the best armor set and weapons from the Vanguard with the best rolls, there should be nothing stopping me from getting max light that way. If that's the way I want to do it. So it just goes back to the fundamentals of me not being able to play the game that I used to love 
the way it made me happy versus now I have to play the way Bungie is dictating the way that I have to play. And as far as I understand, Bungie is in Seattle and Seattle is in America and America is free. So I don't really understand why it's being communist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have still to... have a statue of Lenin in Seattle. <laughs> that so was... that says something about the city. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts about earlier iterations of destiny though is like you literally could hey if you wanted to get up to you know right up against max light you could just grind strikes all day long and you could do it to grind for good gear for specific rules or yeah. you could do it just to get to max light like yeah there was it, it was the way it was what you wanted to do at the time it was all about having fun and you know like well, they also actually had strike-specific loot, armor, as well as, you know, weapons that were actually well, I mean, worthwhile. They, they weren't There's, like, zero break, weapons that are, like, worthwhile from strikes right now. And they're only from nightfalls, even, not even Yeah, strike. but all that stuff was cosmetic for the most well, part. I mean, like, the, what was that, uh, the Malak strike, where you would get the hunter helmet? Like, some people didn't like the way it looked, some people did. But at the end of the day, you could have the same rolls on that helmet as you could a Vanguard helmet, or you could on a Crucible helmet. So it didn't yeah, but I'm saying even the weapon do anything you didn't want to do. The grasp of a log. Uh, but I'm saying they should at least make things useful. Like right now, there's no like there's nothing really useful from Strike. I guess the service revolver from the Vanguard is now you know a relatively decent hand cannon. But you know you see like there's you know. The the pinnacle weapon for strikes. I mean that one. It's a. It's overrated. It's really not that good. I have <laughs> it. I like the mononon so much better than the oxygen, and actually mainly because. And I found that weird. The pinnacle weapons have a set role, but you can't even change like the yeah. scope on it. Well, and that's like, fine. It, I just hate that you can't like change like but anything. The fact of the matter is, they're making. And this is the last point I got to make, and then I kind of got to go. They're making this recluse right the meta but they're also giving it really good fucking stats and really good role right or i guess the stats are subjective but they're giving it good perks but then you go to the vanguard and you have this oxygen scout that's subpar at best like it's good if you don't have a scout rifle but you can go grind out a better scout rifle by doing vanguard strikes but you can't go grind out crucible and get a better submachine gun so there's a huge disconnect in like what you are being forced to use and what you are allowed to go out and get. Um, and if you do enough strikes and you don't happen to get a better scout rifle, here, you at least get this one that's masterworked. And it, it'll it'll do for now until you get a better one. But it's just not, it's not balanced between PvP and PvE and uh, what you can do in the game. I mean, is, is that what you want from a pinnacle weapon, though? Like, do you want it to be a... Here you've done this work. Do you you now get this as your reward? Like it is a a it's good, like just straight good. And then you can grind. Yeah, but think about think about Iron Banner weapons. I don't don't think anyone ever. But think about Iron Banner back in year two or Destiny two. Or jeez, Destiny one year two. When at least we're doing it. Like (laughs) I used to use the uh, Fenella's Peril. Right. It it had. Yeah. reactive reload and outlaw on it so basically you reload faster after kill and if you get a precision kill it boosts damage for a short time but it wasn't the god roll of a hand cannon you still wanted 
hidden hand range finder with some kind of like stability perk. It it was a great gun, and in Destiny Two that would be the gun to get. But in Destiny One it wasn't because there were better perks you could grind for, and that's my point. Like you should be always rewarded with a good weapon. But to get a great weapon, to get your favorite weapon, to get that weapon that's going to really stand out, that should take a little bit more, and that should be you just playing the game. And over time, you get better guns and upgrade over time. It shouldn't be something that you can literally go grind out in the first weekend, hit rank five, and boom, all of a sudden you have the best gun in the game. Yeah, I agree with that absolutely 100%. I would love to see a system more like that in Destiny 2 or Destiny 3. Uh, if that's the way things were, are going to go. Well, the funny thing is they went the opposite way. Luna's Howl, yeah, not that it was hard to get, but it was a little more time-consuming, and you had to do specific things. Recluse, all you had to do was hit Fable. I got that in a day and a half, unintentionally. Like, I wasn't even trying to get it. I just happened to get it because I hit, uh, you know, Fable. So that was like an accident. Like, just uh, like, hey, look what I got. Oh, oh, well, who's in the vault? Coming in and, you know, hanging out and talking. I really appreciate it. A lot of good ideas, good perspectives. I may not agree with every little thing, but you guys do make a lot of good points. Um, Normally, you know, for the listener's sake, if you even got this far, I mean, you're you're, you're a trooper. But normally, we try not to just complain. We want to, you know, provide constructive criticism. By finding a solution as well, right? And even if we do complain, oh, I hate the game, it's gay. I'm, okay, that's my perspective. So we, you know, we want to make sure we provide some quality content. But yeah, no, I, I do appreciate y'all coming in. Tyler, thanks for coming in as well. Yeah, Adam as well. Uh, you're, you're a trooper, man. Thank you. And Paul, thank you very much. Um, so yeah, thanks gonna, for having before, me. Before we go, we're going to plug in some social media here. Uh, so, Paul, I know you got to go, but what do, what do you stream? Do you still stream, Paul? Yeah. Not your thing anymore? Okay. Okay. So uh, we're not no, going to plug you. Um, <laughs> no. Tyler, so you, I know uh, you got your stream here. Uh, you still stream often, man? Okay, why don't you plug yourself? Why don't you plug your uh, your stream name? Twitch. I am getting back into it. Uh, Twitch is the same thing as my gamer tag. Hopefully, uh, Wayne will do me a solid and link it in. But uh, it's just (laughs) just streaming at Stargate uh, Travel. uh, Two words. Instagram. Do you care about that? That's all there is to it. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, no. I don't need people looking at weird pictures of me drinking wine. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm going to get back in streaming soon. Um, but, yeah, I thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Forbes for Days Clan podcast. And until then, we will see you guys in orbit. Bye-bye. <laughs>